Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine, the finisher, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. <laughs> How are you morning. doing this morning? I am doing wonderful. Finally got some good sleep. Uh, jet lag is not a joke. So I had to come home yesterday and shut down and rest. So I feel 100% today. Thank God. Thank you, God. <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord. That's good. That's great. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Can you please uh, have a prayer for me? I'm having pain again. Okay. I got it. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Kenya. Kenya, good morning to you. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. <laughs> you have a great day. You too. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? We'd love to hear your sound this morning. Good morning, Warrior Princess. Good morning, Declare Victory. It's Rochelle. It's a triumphant Tuesday, and I'm glad about it. Have a great day. I love you all. Good morning, Cheryl. Love you, too. Happy triumphant Tuesday. Good morning. Triumphant Tuesday, Yvonne. How are you doing this morning? I feel okay. You feel good? You feel great? Up call. That's what Moxie said. Oh, it's Saint Paul. Yes, yes, yes. You have a great day, okay? Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Great morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy Melinda Finish, and I'm being greeted this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? This call may be recorded for transcribed. Do we have any men or first-time callers who want to say good morning? Praise the Lord. What an awesome God we serve. Good morning. Great morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy and the Finisher. 
Um, you're greeted this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Today is Tuesday, October the 3rd. We have a new subject this month of October, Sunship. Anyone else just join the call and say, hey, good morning. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. And everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Termina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here and Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of October where monthly themes entitled Sonship, which declare we focus on the how to continue God's work by being a leader in his plan. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. The prayer request submitted by the app, we have one, and that's from Beloved Barb. And it's read, Dear friend Patty, her friend Patty lost her oldest son in a, in a motorcycle accident this past weekend. Praying for her strength, finance, and mental state. And the spoken is from um, Susie. She's in pain, praying for her complete healing. Daughter of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Barbara, declaration of Geraldine, they're going to write in close to comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. Declaration, Geraldine. Then we're going to write in close to comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Romans 8.15. We are there for Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appear through us. We improve you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it's such an instructor to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Jardine. Everyone, please have a blessed, and safe, and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning, Heavenly Father. I lift you up this morning once again, Lord, thanking you for allowing us to wake up and see another beautiful day, Lord Jesus. Triumphant Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Heavenly Father, I come once again praising your name and thanking you and allowing you to be my Lord and Savior. I come this morning praying your word back to you, Lord. Psalms 139, Lord. Lord, you have searched me and known me. 
You know when I sit down and when I get up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You scrutinize my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, Lord, you know it all. Thank you, Jesus. You have encircled me behind and in front and placed your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I can't comprehend it, Lord Jesus. Where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? I can't, Lord Jesus. And I'm glad I can't. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in shoal, behold, you are there. If I take up the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And your right hand will take hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me and the light around me will be night. Even darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I praise you this morning. I magnify your name, Lord. I just love you this morning, Lord Jesus. Father, I lift up our our country to you, Lord, thanking you for this awesome land that we have, even though there's so much confusion right now, Lord. I'm so glad that you're in control of everything that goes on, everything, Father. I lift up our pastors that are a part of this ministry, Lord, and all the pastors that are proclaiming your word, Lord Jesus. I lift up Susie this morning, Father, thanking you for her, Lord. I ask you to continue to bless her. Continue to touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord Jesus. Father, I lift up our firemen and our policemen and our city workers, Lord, and our nurses and doctors and social workers and everyone that is in our communities, Lord Jesus. Touch their minds and their hearts to make them want to know you better, Lord Jesus. Lord, I lift up love Barb's friend Patty to you, Lord, for the loss of her son, Lord. Father, I just ask you to strengthen her and comfort her as only you can, Lord. Help her with her financial state right now, Lord Jesus. Help her with her mental state right now, Lord. I just thank you, Father, and I just praise you. I just magnify your name, Lord. I just love you, Jesus. Father, I lift up our governors and our mayors and our president to you, Lord. I lift up those that are in bereavement, Lord Jesus. I just ask that you comfort, Lord, as only you can comfort. Those that have health issues, Father. I lift up those prayer requests that were spoken, but there were also unspoken prayer requests, Lord. For you know what we need before we even ask you, Lord Jesus. I just thank you in advance for what I know you're already working on and doing in each of our lives, Lord. I just ask that everyone take their phones off of mute and continue to praise the Lord and thank the Lord for how awesome and wonderful he is. For you created my innermost heart. You waved me and you wove me in my mother's womb, Lord. 
this uh, month we are in friendship. And so my foundational scriptures, if you'd like to write them down, I'm going to give them to you. I'll be reading from my clear word on this morning. Galatians 3.26, Galatians 4, 1, 2, 3, and Romans 8, 12 through 18. My title uh, theme for this month is, again, it's Sonship in Christ. We are all heirs and joint heirs in Christ. Access is granted. Amen. So let us go ben, into our scripture. You're sounding you a little muffled. You're sounding Can a little scratchy. Okay. Thank you. Can you hear me now? Say something again. Can you hear me now? That's better. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to change my ear, please. <clears throat> Give us your scriptures again, please. Yeah, that's better. Okay, awesome. All right, if we would, if you would get your uh, Bibles, please, and turn with me. We're going uh, to the book of Galatians. We want to go to 3 and 26. We are talking this month about sonship. Okay, and as we go to 26, Amen and amen. Galatians 3.26, it reads, I have my senior glasses on this morning, so if you would just bear with this uh, young lady here. <laughs> so I do thank God uh, for the word. He is faithful and he is just. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Amen on this morning. And again, I haven't been on. I, uh, of course, all of us have been experiencing some type of situation in our lives. And mainly, we have a God, a charge to keep our hat, women and men of God, and a God to glorify. In Christ, we are all heirs. You are sons and daughters of God through your faith union with the Lord Jesus Christ. All who are baptized into this faith union with Christ also commit themselves to live the life of Christ. No longer is there any spiritual difference between Jews and Gentiles, slaves and free. male or female, all of us are on the same spiritual level because of our union with Christ. If you would go to uh, Galatians 4, 1 through 3. Let me continue with an illustration of a child and its tutor a child who is legally entitled to his father's property. 
is treated somewhat like a servant because he told he's told what to do and when to do it. He's not given any authority, even though he's the heir and future owner. While he's young, he's under supervision of tutors and estate managers. Amen. All of us, if you've been born again, you have become heirs and joint heirs to God. And a tutor is a teacher or a guide, usually individual in a special subject or for a part, particular purpose, they're a coach. To do the work of a tutor, to receive instructions privately. Listen, I had to get a, a tutor this morning to help me with my homework. The Holy Spirit, also known as the comforter, the helper, the third person of the Christian Trinity, one that gives comfort. God has left us a reservoir of wealth, access granted. On this morning, or as I laid in bed on last evening, the Lord challenged me to challenge you. He said, if you have a bank book and you have a check, he wants you to write out a check on this morning to yourself. And I'm not going to tell you what amount to put in there. That's clearly up to you. Some may be high and some may be low. Some may be in the middle. But as heirs, we have been given access to the kingdom. For we are sons and daughters. Amen. So I'm going to go on and I'm going to go to Romans 8. We will start at 12 and 18. We'll end at 18, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. On this morning, if the Spirit of God, who raised Jesus Christ from the dead, dwells in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also raise you from the dead. There's the same Holy Spirit already in you. Children of God. Therefore, my brethren, we are not under obligation to our sinful human nature anymore to do what it uh, tells us to do. If you do, you will die. But if by the power of the Holy Spirit, you stop giving into your sinful selves, praise God. Can you hear me? I just want to make sure that we are on the same page. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much. Does, okay, Sister Rachel, does it still sound like I'm underwater? Because if so, I can go on speakerphone. I just want to make sure that we are getting a connection on this morning. Okay, I'm going to uh, go on speaker. Thank you very much. How many of you all know that any time is that better, Sister, Sister Rachel? 
Give us a moment. Amen. Okay, so how many of you all know that we are always got to adjust and readjust our lives, especially on the nowadays modern technology? Sometimes our devices are uh, are kind of sketchy here. But we are now on 14. Those who are guided by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. The Holy Spirit does not enslave us and make us fear. But through it's, the Holy Spirit, can you hear? God has adopted us and claimed us as his own. With our deepest emotions, we may call him father. The spirit himself, with our new spirit, confirms that we truly are God's children. If, you're, if, if we're God's children, then we're his heirs and fellow heirs with Christ. Provided we are willing to share in the struggles and sufferings which Christ also had while living in this sinful world, and if we share in his sufferings, we will also share in his glory. I'm telling you on this morning, this month is going to be a phenomenal month. The divine sonship is accomplished by our being mingled with God into sanctification. God chose us that we should be holy. He makes us holy by imparting himself, the Holy One, into our being. That's our whole being may be fermented and saturated with his holy nature. We need to be fermented. That means that it might seem like you're not doing enough, but in sonship and in kinship, in fellowship and in familyship, here we are a body of believers. We are sons and daughters of, of God. Amen. In eternity past, God the Father chose us in Christ to be holy unto sonship. That is Ephesians 1, 4, and 5. All of God's people have been chosen by God to be holy for the purpose of being made sons of God and participate in the divine sonship. Throughout history until today, the word holy has been misused and even lost its original meaning. To be holy is to be separated and sanctified to God, to be different, distinct from anything else, and saturated with God who is holy. Only God is holy and everything else is common. We have been chosen by God to be holy, saints of God. God chose us by predestinating us, marking us out even from eternity past. 
we read the scriptures and we have read the scriptures over and over and over and over that he uniquely and wonderfully made us. God knew us from the beginning of time, before the earth was even, before the foundations of the earth was laid. In the beginning, Genesis 1, God created the heaven and the earth. That meant that God's plan will not be foiled, no matter what we are doing in our lives. It is never going to match what God has already promised us. Did you write your check out? Oh, yeah. That's, that's seriously. If you write that check out, I can tell you honestly, you can bank on it. Because Christ will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. You are an heir and a joint heir. Many of us stand in many places, some great, some small. But a large variety has come into the kingdom of God. And in his sonship, can you hear me? I hear a uh, background noise. Only God is holy and everything else is common, thanks to God. Now, as we partake of God's holy nature, we are being saturated. Today, God is working himself into us and mingling himself with us so that we may absolutely uh, sanctified, be sanctified in him and by him and with him. And so that every bit of our human nature will be eventually absolutely permeated, saturated, and mingled with God. We need to open to the Lord and be renewed in our minds concerning, thank you, Barbara, that was your prayer on today, that I would be able to have my mind renewed. What it means, what does it mean to be holy and sanctified? It doesn't mean that you walk around with a long dress on and have short morals. That you are people of integrity. And integrity is being put out there so carefully right now they, they they i am a person of integrity but yet their lives do not exemplify it we need to open to the lord and be renewed in our mind concerning what it means to be holy and to be sanctified god wants us to have the full birthright so that we may be able to enjoy in a full way and for this, we need to partake of God's holy nature and be sanctified by God. He keeps saying we have, must be sanctified. As sons and daughters, you, have, you are heir to the kingdom. You can write that check that, I, that was asked at the beginning of, the, of our conversation on today. God has left us a reservoir of wealth and access is granted on today. That means even 
as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world to be holy and without a blemish before him. We must keep remembering our God is working it out for us. How is he doing it? By regeneration, we have received God's holy light and nature in us. And now God is working himself in us. He wants to keep reminding us. He is mingled inside of us. He sent us a comforter, the Holy Spirit. He even, many of us, as we were younger in the faith, we needed tutors. We needed trainers. In sonship, that means that we have our kinship with Christ. There's many, as our sister uh, Christina spoke about the prodigal son. He had a wealth, but he wanted his inheritance before time. Do you want your wealth before time? Or do you want to do some work, work the kingdom, build the kingdom, build the people, let's serve and fellowship? Sonship means that we are qualified to inherit all God has purposed. Only mature heirs can inherit all the Father has done and purposed. We need to grow in life unto maturity until we are fully qualified to inherit all that God is and all that God has. Sonship means that eventually or absolutely holy and divine. We must continue to live holy before God. This is what our sonship is about. This is what our fellowship is about. Many of us, we should be bendable. We should be bendable in our, our call. We should be appliable. We should be teachable. We should be trainable. In sonship, he has given us full knowledge and left us the word. Therefore, my brothers, we are not under obligation to our sinful human nature to do what it tells us to do. If you do, you will die. We know that God is able to bring something good out of every circumstance. As long as we trust, we got to keep trusting him, thanks to God. And remain true to the purpose for which he has called us. God knows everyone born unto this world. His plan is that all of us should be like his son. This makes his son the firstborn in God's family, making us all brothers and sisters in Christ. 
God has predestined those who believe in him to be like his son. So he has given us all the help we need. Therefore, whoever responds to God's call and believes in his son, he's justified. And those whom he justifies, he intends to glorify. I want God to glorify me and and my life on today. I thank God on this morning that when asked, we do we do everything that we can that is within our power to serve him. We continue to be joint heirs, even though we have been adopted in God's kingdom. We still remain true to the foundation that was created before the foundations of the earth you were thought about. He knew you. He formed you. They said this scripture had been misused so many times that we have said it, but some of us don't believe it. If you want, you can look at your check. And at the next part of this call, we're going to go into love, life, and victory. This is just a small kickoff. I'm sure as the different speakers are coming, they're going to open up more and more about sonship. Sonship means kinship. And what does it mean to be joint heirs? What does that mean to you? Can you tell me? At some point in the in this uh, conversation that we're about to have, I will ask you, what does it mean to be a joint heir in the kingdom? God has never left you. I pray on this morning that somewhere our sonship has kicked in for the month. We evangelized and discipleshiped on last month, but now we're going into our sonship and kinship this month. I pray that this word came to bless you on this morning. I pray that you will continue to come this month and as the teachers, those that have been given a message on sonship, you will allow them. You will comment and give what you think. On today, guess what? This is a new day, and we are going to continue to triumph in our sonship in Christ. We are all in. Amen. God bless you on today. I'm sorry for the um, technical difficulties, but it sometimes happens. I pray that you heard most of the conversation. If not, it will possibly be played back later on. God bless you on today. I really appreciate it. The Holy Spirit also knows us as as the comforter, the helper. Let him be your lead and your guide. Access granted on this morning. God bless you. Amen. Someone has come off of mute. But at this time, we are going to go into our uh, section of Love, Life, and Victory. Uh, But before we do that, 
we are going to uh, greet. If you didn't have a chance to greet this morning, we will open up the line for our men, if you are available, just to say hello. We are speaking on sonship. And so I want to uh, open the line at this time for you to just greet. If you didn't, uh, if you missed the opportunity, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the call this morning, just to say hello. And we will continue from there into the next segment of the call. God bless you on this morning. Sonship. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Big Sam. Good love morning, my brother. We love you too. God bless you. Is there anyone else on this morning? I love to hear that uh, sound so clear, like he's there. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. What does it mean? For you to be an heir, what does it mean to be an heir and joint heir in the kingdom? Amen. Such a good word. Good morning. God morning. Great morning, ZK. Good morning, my brother. I love you. Is there any uh, other brother that would like to say hello? Good morning. <laughs> okay. So what we'll do, we'll open up uh, the next person. Is If there is anyone new, this is your first time on the call, and you want to say hello, you may do so at the time. <laughs> Going once. Amen. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to open the call. Anyone that did not get a chance to say hello, you may do so at this time. Good morning. It's sunshine. Hi, sunshine. Good morning. Kindness. Thank you for your declaration. Thank you, dear heart. I appreciate it. Good morning, Miss Leomi. A great declaration. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning, good morning, good morning. If you're good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, Great Lisa. decoration. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Top of the morning, hey, Sister hey. Sabrina. God bless everybody. Hi, Sabrina. How are you? Bless. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else you did not get a chance to say hello? You may do so at this time. Listen, I've, I've uh, been noticing our trend has been, um, we let our guys say hello and then the ladies, they speak because most of them are, you know, we get we can talk. We, re we represent very well. I really appreciate those that are on the call on this morning. It was so good to hear our, um, the sound of all of you, those that have uh, taken out your time to sit and listen. An heir is a partaker of the benefits that accompany salvation. Jesus did not die for himself, but he died for our benefits. 
believers in Christ are joint heirs with Christ and partakers of inheritance with Christ. In other words, born-again children of God are fellow inheritors of the inheritance God has given us. What is your take on sonship this month? We've heard our uh, dear sister on yesterday, uh, Lady Christina, she always comes with a fabulous word, the uh, prodigal son. Many of us know that uh, story because it has been, it, the, the prodigal sons and daughters had were some of us. I remember when I was a prodigal, when I left, uh, I left God. I wanted to go out and have uh, an adventure. I wanted to do things. I wanted to feel some kind of way, I guess. I hadn't, we were kind of uh, held real close as uh, as we were growing up because it was 12 of us, it was seven girls, and I've, I've, I've said this uh, many times, and, and five boys. And so, therefore, our father was really, you know, had his hands on the girls, not so much the boys. Is there anyone that uh, on this morning that in our sonship, what, what triggered you to understand sonship on this morning. Are you still there? So we know that uh, air is a person who has inherited the rights of a person. Imagine that that check that you uh, wrote out for those who uh, heard at the beginning, if you have a bank account and you had a checkbook, I want you to just to write amount in there. And I want you to tell me the reason why you wrote this amount and what do you feel that if you went to the bank we know in the natural that 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 check may not, as they say, it might would bounce, in other words, we put it through. But in our spiritual bank account, there has been a reservoir of wealth that has been left for us. Where and why do you, you're holding your check. If you had wrote out a check on this morning, can you tell me how much did you put in there? And I'm going to give you an example of how we feel about our inheritance. Good morning, Mother Jerry. Um, Good morning. Um, I, I like the check, but I think when I think about sonship, I think um, God for his plan for even um, allowing me to be part of the beloved. Um, sometimes we certain things we do or have done, um, we don't count ourselves worthy. But he never turns his turned his back to us. Um, that he always has a plan for us to succeed, to be victorious, because he is victorious. So when I think of sonship, I just appreciate the fact that um, God allows us to be heirs and join heirs with Jesus Christ, who was the perfect sacrifice. So to be able to be able to be called a sibling of Jesus Christ 
and a child of the Most High is most, most, I, I, I mean, it's, it's words that you really can't express how how grateful I am to be able to um, serve and can't pay back, but just be pressed my way to be able to show my gratitude um, of being adopted into the beloved. That's that's the best way that I can do it. I mean, to explain it. Um, but overall, just being an example, being what he said I am in, in the word, a, a light that shines, uh, the salt of the earth, that, that whole thing right there, that's what it means to me. Amen. And it means that you have been adopted into God's family. I love that. I love the fact is that even though we're not, we don't have the same mother or father, but in the spirit, we have Father God. We have we have the same father and mother. Once you become joint heirs in the kingdom, we become brothers and sisters. We have our own natural siblings, but we also have our spiritual siblings. And I thank God that uh, that so God God is your father. What this means is that the same spirit in Jesus which is the spirit of the Father, is now in you permanently. This explains why God's word teaches us that as Christians, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Speaking by the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul tells us that and because ye are sons, God sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son then is an heir of God, then that means you're, you're in Christ Jesus. So we continue to walk in our newness of Christ, if you are new in the body of Christ, immediately you earn access as sonship in Christ. So I am asking you on this morning, as you begin your walk in Christ from this moment forward, you should never have a question as to why the house you know, many want to, um, We I had a, a guy, I went in, I was in uh, Walmart, and we were uh, just three of us uh, ladies. Of course, we all were born again believers. And he walked up and he began the conversation like, hey, you ladies look nice. Thank you, da-da-da, you know, very complimentary. But he went into, we said something like, well, praise, praise the Lord praise Jesus or something, and he went into this spiel of, you know, that there is, um, there was no Jesus. There was never Jesus. And so one of the ladies, she just, she began to explain and expound, and he would go deeper and deeper. But the conversation eventually ended because we believe that when you become born again, you don't have to fight. There's no fighting. A person has been given their own 
mind. And so whatever you allow to lead you, I pray that it is being led by Holy Spirit, the Christ that is in you. God bless you on this morning. Is there anyone else that you wrote your check out? That meant that at some point, that check, your spiritual bank account is huge. It doesn't matter about what your natural bank account is. Because if I look at my natural bank account, of course, you know, I'm not Hugh Hefner. I wasn't uh, born with a silver spoon. I'm not, uh, you know, Bill Gates. These people worked. They came up with an idea and a concept. And guess what? We bought into it. Many of us, those of you Apple users, the uh, phones, because it's more knowledge and you can go right to this. But what it did and what it's doing to us is causing us to put the word that we have, the Bible that many of us have on our shelves or somewhere, we no longer are using the true word. We're going to other sources. We have other avenues that we can go into our internet source. And so on this month, let us just dive in into sonship and come out saturated, as they say, fermented, and staying permanent in Christ on this uh, month, not only this month, but for the rest of our days. I have no questions that I Sister won't hear. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I just wanted to tell no. you thank you, Didi. Uh, you know, I'll be trying to get it in before these babies come up in here that I love and I thank God for. You said so much, but I wanted to tell you, you talked about spiritual siblings. I thank God for you. I thank God for when you mentioned a mentor or a tutor, um, that's who you are. Because, and I hope somebody is really listening, because I know how we are on this call sometimes. There are certain voices, certain people that just you don't want to hear, and that's just how it is. No shade, it's just what it is. But I thank God for you, because it's been such a big church as a single mom with three baby kids. You were my mentor, my tutor, and you showed me what it was, you know, what the what the love of God looked like. And so I always think about the prodigal son even in that because I wasn't wayward or anything like that. I was just a single mother, and I was out there for a minute. I was, but you never shunned me. You never, you know, treated me any different. You loved on me, and I think that's missing today. I really think it is, I think, because we're so quick to turn our noses up instead of just really showing what the sonship is, because it all goes under that same thing. It all falls under that. We can't turn people away because they're not living like we think they should. we got to pray. And I always go back to Galatians 6 and 1, those who are more spiritual. I think I was telling our mommy that yesterday, because he even said that he witnessed um, an event he did on the weekend, and it was a lot of believers. And he said, Mom, I'm not kidding. Some of those church people walking there with their noses stuck, you know, they were just so uptight and not friendly. And he broke the ice with them because he's my son. But that's not what God wants us to. That's not how he wants us to represent him. So I just wanted to share that. And I thank God for you being my, the first one to introduce me to, I know something about God's grace because I know through you and I love you. Amen. And you know what? It is. Um, I'm going to try to see if my earpiece 
Can you hear me uh, there? All right. So on this morning, is there anyone else um, that in your uh, family? Good morning. Hi, how are you? How are you this morning? Good morning, Sissy. How are you? Oh, thank God for another day just to be alive and just to tell him thank you. I didn't get your whole declaration, but I I did get some of it. But I came to the point where you say you have to be teachable. That was one of the characteristics of being a sonship. And but there's more characteristics of being a sonship. You have to be leadable. You have to be servable. You have to be spendable, bendable. And most of all, you said teachable. You have to be taught. But I think, you know, we're disciples and we have to go out and we have to compel them to come, you know. So I guess that blends in with the being a sonship. But I another thing, as Kathy LaFleur said one morning, she said, we have access to God. And I was thinking about the prodigal son. I'm the prodigal daughter. So if I have access to my father, my mother, then I can get whatever I want. So we can get whatever we want from God because we have access. So right. I hope that helps someone. Thank you. I enjoyed Thank you. you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate um, one thing about uh, when you're on a call, we can't see the faces of the people. Neither do we know who is on. But one thing for sure is God knows. And, um, you know, it takes time. Um, the schedules are, are, are drawn up as uh, there are some favorites. There's people that are here. They have really, I mean, laid their lives open, literally have uh, just being saturated and being poured on as we are growing um, in our walk of faith. We're talking about our friendship. What does it take? What does it take? to be, uh, to have the attributes of sonship. That's what we should ask ourselves. Ask yourself, am I ready for all of this? What is it gonna take? Is there anyone else on the line? I know many of you all are preparing for work. So on this morning, I know there's uh, people that are on there sitting back quietly. I love it. Yeah, good morning. This is Miss D. Hi. Uh, just just listening to the conversation and what parts I could catch of your uh, declaration this morning. Thank you. And as I'm sitting here for a few seconds, just thinking on becoming legally adopted into a family. I inherit and become an heir to what that family has. And being legally adopted into the family of Christ makes me one who inherits and also has a heritage. And I begin to take on the characteristics of that family, letting go of the things. Because you also mentioned about uh, adjusting uh, in daily life, and you use some analogy about technology, but also as the family that I'm adopted into 
begins to minister to me in my life, my life changes and is transformed to be more like the people that I've been adopted and I'm living with, who I shared close relationship, personal relationship, and who knows my deepest secrets. Uh, thank you, because this is something I can ponder on throughout the day and, and read a little bit more on about that inheritance and the heritage that I am a part of. Um, being a joint heir with Jesus Christ to the heavens and being able to walk through this life continuously being transformed into more likeness of my brother and my father and mother God. Thank you this morning. Have a blessed one. I really appreciate that because what what you were saying, uh, think about it this way. As we, um, there's many people that are here. Some are and have been adopted. Think about how you were treated when a person that did not know you, for whatever reason, you ended up in a, an adoption uh, case or you were bought in as a, a, an adopted person. But most adoptions that have taken place, do you know that those that have been adopted are treated more closely and loved than children of some of the natural birth. We have uh, people now, they, they've given their children up because they realize it's very tough. We are in some very crucial times. And to bring a child up at this time in our lives, it's really, really hard. Can you imagine? as you deliberately take decisions to become a son and improve on friendship, there are characteristics that mark a true son or a true daughter. You must be bendable, as our sister said. A son must be bindable, takeable, teachable. Many of us have been put in leadership positions but are you really leading or are you a follower? A son must be serviceable. Are you committing to God's service to serve his people? Remember, we have been adopted into the family of Christ. We're just like a person who was adopted into your family some of you all, if you are a, an adopted parent and you're on this line this morning, can you please speak up and let us know what you felt like? Because there is a ceremony that you go through. There is the ritual. But here, we didn't have to go through the, the way our laws are. We had a spiritual adoption into Christ. A son must be commandable. A son must be sendable. Can God send you? Can he trust you? Can you be recommended by God? Is there anyone who has adopted a child and you're not ashamed to say that I was an adopted, uh, or I was an adopted parent, or I was an adopted 
uh, child, and there was no differences. I didn't know that I was adopted. There's a lot of uh, of us have been adopted into a family, and some people never ever said they never acknowledged they never told you that you were adopted until one day you start feeling some kind of way. You're like, something is wrong here. My hair is light and your hair is dark. My hair is straight and your hair is curly. My lips are small and theirs are big. What is going on here? Is that you on this morning? Because every one of us have been adopted into the family of God. You're not separated. You're not, uh, uh, as they say, the black sheep of the family. Is there anyone on this morning? The hope of life is based upon the assurance that we are the sons of God. The evidence of being a child of God is an awareness of the presence leadership and fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The peace of his presence provides a confidence and a hope that is beyond human understanding. That's it. It's beyond our understanding. As there are benefits for being the sonship of Christ. You're not in it alone. God promised I will never leave you and I will not forsake you. Did you write your check out this morning? Because trust me, your spiritual bank account, if you would tell me what dollar amount, I would do an evaluation with you on this morning. We are almost at the end of our uh, conversation. I do thank those that uh, chimed in the benefits of friendship. What do you think your benefit is in Christ as being sons and daughters of Christ? Now, if we are children, then we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. As children of God, we are co-heirs with Christ. We have received his Holy Spirit. And we must be willing to be led by the Spirit. In doing so, we put in the misdeeds of the flesh to death. We have a responsibility, according to Paul, to live by the Spirit. This is a sobering thought. We must be co-laborers. You can't be in a family and not put any time. Oh, I don't want to eat dinner with them. I don't want to fellowship. Most of us, we tend to pull away from our even our spiritual siblings. as. Um, Didi was saying, how do we know? How will we be known? It's by our love 
you got to show yourself friendly. When you come into a family, when you're adopted into the body of Christ, you don't go alone. Now you have someone you can spar with, someone you can call on. Who do I turn to when I need a counselor? You turn to God. You turn to this word. I can't read. Sister Alicia, I am so proud of you for still being on this line. This young lady is heroic when it comes to her sound, how she trusts. She was very transparent. Do you mind if I share that? Uh, Sister Alicia, I know you are on, but I just want to give you your flowers. She came and she let us know. I'm, I'm in a class. I'm going to learn. I want to learn how to read the Bible. I want to do these things. We all just took her in under the wings. Her testimony is phenomenal. She talked about her life. She said she came from the ground up. She no longer had to lay on the ground anymore. She was no longer homeless. She was able to go in and, and, and have her own. And now she's being a grandmother to her grandchildren. What an amazing comeback when you become heirs and joint heirs in the kingdom. Is there anyone of you on this line? I'm going to give you a moment. Uh, did you write out a check? I also wanted you to sign the check. I also wanted you to sign the back of the check and write void over the signature part of it. So that way, if it's ever, some people keep it in their Bible. What was the amount that you put on your check? I'm going to ask you that. And if you didn't, that's fine. But if you did, we'd like to know. We're not being nosy. I'll tell you the reason. <laughs> so it was just it was just a little lesson, just a just a part of our lesson on this morning. Okay, so I wrote a check, and what I put in there, I wrote a billion dollars. And the reason why I put a billion, because I realized the reservoir of Christ is huge. It's big. It is the storehouse. And anything, the thing that he did say this morning, access granted, because we have become heirs and joint heirs of the kingdom, and in sonship, and in kinship. Many of us say that we are family, but you don't really treat each other like their family. Just saying. I just want to remind you on today. Let us lock up with each other, not pull away from each other. Let us support one another. I may not say a whole lot, but I hear you on the line. I hear you as you're teaching. I hear you as you're crying out to God each morning. Sometimes 
God just wants us to listen. Listen to the sound. There is a sound that is coming. And it's a part of our friendship, our kinship. I'm so glad to be your sister. From mom, grandma to son, God bless you on this morning and may he keep you. I pray that your access that you received on this morning, that you will go and you will look at that check. And every time that you come into a situation, write down on the back of the check what the, that situation is. Turn it over and look at the amount that you wrote in that check. I say billionaire, that means that I'll never have to want for anything. I don't have to go through the world system like, because my spiritual bank account, I'm like um, a Bill Gates or Elon Musk, if, if that will, you know, spark your curiosity on this morning. Is there anyone that you need a prayer, you have desire for someone to pray for you? We're going to close out this part of our uh, call. Thank you so much for allowing me to chat with you on this morning. God's mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures through all generations. No matter what, whether you are millennial, whether you are centennial, okay, we are one. In Christ Jesus, God bless you. Is there anyone that needs prayer on this morning before we uh, end the call? Amen. So I'm going to go on and pray us out. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us a true word on this morning of friendship. We realize that there's no difference, Jews nor Greeks. And there, there's no uh, type of prejudice, she said, because I am the Father. And I love each and every one of us the same. He loves us. And I thank you on this morning, Heavenly Father, that you allowed us a new day, one that we didn't know, but one day that, one, a day that we can participate in. So as we go out into the marketplace, let your light so shine that men might see your good work and glorify the Father. If they look at you and say, what is it that you have? Say, I've learned that I must be bendable. I mean, it must be approachable. I must be teachable. I must be loveable. I must have joy in my heart. And as we close out on today, let the light of Christ reign in your life. Continue to do your good works and let the Father glorify. I thank you again. God bless you, and be sure to come back this evening for TNT Bible Study with our uh, Pastor Lavelle Owen, uh, Pastor Lavelle Jones. He is a phenomenal speaker. Please come back. It starts at six o'clock. God bless you, and he is a, an excellent teacher. Keep moving. You are in the month of friendship. God bless you. Have a super day. Amen.
Blessings. God bless you all. Have a victorious triumphant Tuesday. We declare victory. <laughs> God bless you. On a Tuesday, Mother Jerry. Thank you, his mother. I got a tutor to help me with my uh, homework. I bet. <laughs> God bless you all. Have a great day. <laughs>